Hi there. I'm Christine Perkins, Executive Director of the Whatcom County Library System. Welcome to a special edition of our podcast honoring our former library director, Joan Aroldi. She worked for Whatcom County Library System from 2002 to 2013. And on December 3rd, 2022, we got the unfortunate news that she had passed away unexpectedly. This news was a huge shock to many of us who worked with Joan, we admired her, and we cared about her deeply. Joan was known as a fierce warrior for the patron's right to privacy. She was known for championing library building projects across Whatcom County. And she was known for encouraging all of us to work to our utmost potential, take risks, and be innovative on behalf of the patrons of libraries in Whatcom County. We found her to be incredibly selfless and giving, strong, and fierce. Today we'll hear from many people who have insights about various aspects of Joan's character, the things she did, and what she accomplished for Whatcom County. Thank you for listening. My name is Amy Jones. I was hired as the graphic designer after the previous designer retired. So my coming on to the staff was a big change. And that is actually part of the story with Joan. Um, I, I met her at my first holiday potluck at WCLS. And Joan had already retired by the time I began working at the library, but so many folks still spoke really highly of her. And so I felt like I knew of her. And Joan and I just happened to be on um, opposite sides of the buffet line, you know, filling up our plates at the holiday potluck. And we introduced ourselves and she said, oh, you're the new designer, you know, because it was just kind of this big change. And um, so then she she gestured to my outfit and she was like, I just really like the way you put colors together. And it took me off guard a little bit. I just had assumed we would be talking about, you know, the previous designer and me starting and whatever. And so when she was like, I like the way you put colors together. I really inelegantly just kind of looked down at my clothes and I'd said something like, oh, this. And she just stopped and put her plate down on the table and just like looked me right in the eyes and got super serious and intense. And she goes, don't do that. Don't diminish the way you shine. And then she just picked up her plate and walked off into the party. My name is Lisa Gresham. I'm the collection services manager here at the Whatcom County Library System. However, when Joan worked here, I at that time was adult services coordinator. So I did a lot of adult selection and adult um, programming. And I also worked on uh, facilities. So I worked with Joan on the new Ferndale Library branch, and we went to many, many, many Ferndale city council meetings, and then we worked together on the South Whatcom branch and Deming um, renovation. She just really made people feel seen, um, and I think she was really kind of brilliant at both accepting people exactly as they were or are at the time, but also really pushing people to be, you know, our best selves and to kind of get out of our comfort zones. The first memory that came to my mind when I heard the news that she'd passed away was a time when we were, um, I think it was Whatcom Reads, and uh, we had a program that night 
And Joan came into my office at about 3.30 in the afternoon and said, Lisa, I want to ask you if you'll introduce the speaker or the author or whatever it was tonight, if you'd be willing to do that. And I'm a super introverted person. And now, of course, it's a decade and more later, and I'm fine getting up in front of a group of people in a microphone. I've just gotten used to it. But at that time, I was younger and not so used to it. And you know, I need time to gear up to do this sort of thing. And I immediately just like fear and panic. And without any hesitation, I said, no, I can't do that. And then immediately after that, I thought, oh my gosh, this is my boss. I just like said flat out no to. And she just started cracking up and sh and laughing so hard. And she just said, oh, I'm so, I just think it's so great that you feel like you can say no to me like that. She was totally genuine about it. <laughs> um, but again, that was just kind of accepting me where I was, trying to push me, but accepting me where I was. And somebody else did the introduction. I don't know who. And she loved to be surprising and to do surprising things. In fact, when I was coming in here and noting how sunny it was today, I'm like, if this were Joan, she would say, come on, Neil, let's go outside and walk around the block. <laughs> Instead of sitting in here and doing this, she liked to do things in, you know, new and unusual ways. And I think it just helped her make sure she was seeing things with fresh eyes all the time. She um, she loved to say yes to things, you know, and she would just get excited about anything and say yes to it. And you'd be off gallivanting in some direction. I remember one time we went to a meeting um, with an architect and Sarah Kohler, the Ferndale branch manager, was here. And I think she had a... She had like a Mini Cooper convertible at the time, and it was a nice day. And Joan was like, let's put the top down. And we got in the car and went dashing off with the top down and our hair blowing in the wind to meet with David King, architect in Fairhaven. That was so fun. But that was typical of Joan. She just, you know, loved to say yes to things and wanted to make things as exciting as fun as and fun as possible. I'm Teresa Morrison, and I'm the Children's Services Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. I met Joan when she was hired as our director. And we were so happy to get Joan. She's a passionate person, a lovely person, a kind person. Um, and one of the things I'm most grateful for for Joan is her dedication to early learning. She was absolutely going to get early learning as one of our big main goals on our long range plan one year. Um, and we went through a lot of planning and I was part time back then, but she knew my passion for early learning and she would have me showing up at all of these events and and sort of sneaking in an early learning pitch every chance that she could get. It was always, always in the back of her mind. And I was invited to more things that month or so than, um, than I can imagine. And per she was very persistent. If it didn't come up, if other people didn't bring it up, she made sure it got on the list anyway, she would bring it up. And it's why we have um, a lot of our great early learning programming. We've got all of our great story times. We've got our play centers in every library. That was revolutionary back then. And um, it was because of that, that strategic plan that she made sure early learning was on. I really value that. And a lot of great things came out of that. Joan was just so great with children. 
um, children loved Joan and my kids were little when Joan was here and she invited us out one time, a bunch of employees um, and their children to her lovely home. You can basically go on a little hiking trail right by her house and hidden all over the trail are gnomes. I think there were 30-some gnomes that the kids could find. And they all went on this quest to find the gnomes. And she bought them each a little gnome doll. And then they did a craft project to make little outfits for the gnomes after that. And she was just such a lovely person. My kids will remember that day for their whole lives. Hi, I'm Carol Oberton, and I'm the Facilities Planning Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. I'm remembering Joan as being a very kind, warm-hearted person with a very genuine smile. The minute I met her, I felt at home with her. So I just felt like I was under a safe wing. She was always upbeat whenever she greeted me, um, had this amazing enthusiasm, and she made me feel very special. She made me feel like I was always appreciated. I had an amazing experience about her ability to really listen well and then act on it. Um... Then just giving the uh, exemplary ex, um, example of how to be there for somebody. I live in town. It's like five miles from our office. And um, when I first worked here, I used to ride my bike to work. But I'd sort of fallen out of the habit. And it was a summer day. And I was in the break room. And... I was talking to Joan about Mark and his family, and I said, you know, I'm really discouraged because I used to ride my bike, and I just can't get motivated to get on it. She goes, well, I'll meet you at your house tomorrow, and we can ride in together. I went, you're kidding me. She lives in Sumas, and she would drive all the way into town to bike with me to work. Just so that I, so she, so she would support me in what I wanted to do. I thought, geez, that's amazing. So you can't back down once you've got somebody who's gonna do it with you because you want to do it, and you're like, wow. The next day it poured down rain and we didn't do it, but she did get me back on my bike just by that offer. This experience left me with such a feeling of how powerful a person can be just by offering support. And that's what she did. She always stepped up to make a positive change. And putting yourself very much into a supportive role for a person's personal best is how I think of her. I am Dimar Smith. I am the Linden branch manager, and I am here with Lisa Newlight. She is a PSA at Linden. I have worked at the library system since February 6, 2006, and I think Lisa's been here almost 18 years. I have several memories of Joan. 
she was always like almost skipping kind of like happy and these sparkly eyes. And she came up to the desk and said, I have these stink bug pins. And I was kind of like confused, stink bug. And I didn't really get it. But I know it had to do with the fact that she stood up to the FBI over that incident. And it was kind of like she was a celebrity at that time, but yet she was just so personable and warm. You would just get this warm, loving feeling from her that she cared about you. One of the things that I really was impressed with with was how she stood up to the FBI, and that was part of our training. So everybody learned about that. She was big on confidentiality, uh, patron confidentiality. And Joan took a real interest, I think, in everyone. And so uh, she got to know a little bit about me, and I got to know a little bit about her. And yeah, those sparkling eyes and that smile. Mm-hmm. She had the best smile and the chuckle. She almost was like had a little bit of a devilishness in her, like she'd be smirking, but in a in a fun, loving way, like life was to be enjoyed. And um, I know that one of our managers was very young. She ended up being hired as a Linden manager, and she came all the way from New Hampshire, I think, to apply for the job all because she'd heard of Joan and she wanted to work wherever Joan, you know, because Joan had done this thing to stand up for the importance of people's freedom to read without the government getting involved or knowing what you're reading. And um, her mother was so mad at her for, you know, leaving the family to come all the way out here to work and she said it was all because of Joan. That was pretty cool too. Yeah, she made a big impact, I think. Yes. Uh, and really touched everybody that met her. As the president of the union, I met with her in many different ways. And one day I got a phone call from Joan, just kind of out of the blue. And she always started out when she was gonna ask me to do something, asking me how I was, how was my family. And then she'd kind of pause a little bit and say, well, I'm calling because, and then she would give me the ask. And on this day, she asked me to go to a conference with her for PNLA in Alaska, uh, Pacific Northwest Library Association. And I'd never gone out of the state for a conference or anything like that. And she said, I'd like you to do a presentation with me and Liz Roberts, and it's on interest-based bargaining. And I would like to talk about our union relationship. And I said, well, I I don't really know what to do. And I didn't. And she said, you're going to know what to do. We'll do it together. Don't worry. And she had more confidence in me than I had in myself. I was super nervous. And, you know, it's not every day that the executive director of the library says, hey, you want to go on a trip? And we're going to talk about our relationship uh, on a on a national level. We get to Alaska and we have a lot of people in the room. Um, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And. Everybody did a great job. We all, you know, worked together as a team. But the thing that was most interesting to, I think, Joan and I is that it really solidified that what she was doing here and what the union was doing was something that wasn't done everywhere else. We had a really good relationship. Uh, We did not traditionally bargain. Interest-based bargaining is where uh, you're really working as a team. 
And that was because of Joan, our interest-based bargaining model. Um, I definitely appreciated that about Joan. Always inclusive, really wanting to be a partner and seeing something in you that you didn't see in yourself. I think that one year we just go, I go to work and there's a, a, pair, a pair of the most awesome socks in every single person's cubby. And they were smart wool socks. And I, um, I think she had told us that her son had started working for smart wool. And so she just bought everybody a pair of the most awesome socks. I've never worn socks that were that amazing. Like these socks are massage your feet. Like they had this way of, this is like, I don't work for smart wool. So this isn't an advertisement or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> they are the most amazing socks. And on the outside of the sock, it says feel good. And these socks, I wear them every year. And my family actually calls these my Joan socks. It was the best thing that I think I've ever gotten because it was such an odd, caring thing to do. It was. It was very generous. It felt very generous. Yes. And just, and caring. And that's yes. how Joan was really caring. She really um, wanted to know that you were taken care of and you were feeling good. Yes. And, um, and if you weren't that, you know, she was there. I'm at the desk working and she just shows up with her little like energetic, you know, walk and just comes right up and all friendly and says, Hey, um, I'm here. So is there anything I can do to help? And I was in shock. So she said, well, what about if I do a pickle, a pull list? And I said, sure, go for it. And she just went out there and started doing our work, what we do, and um, loving it. And she, I was amazed. I was like, wow, that woman is fast. I mean, she is just amazingly on it. So that's another memory I have of her just showing up and saying, here, I'm just one of you, you all, and I'm going to help and being all friendly and but focused on the work like when she went to do it she did it it wasn't like she sort of did it and then visited she went and did that thing in record time and then came back and visited a little more and said okay i'll see you guys sometime soon and she took off yeah we um would see her on uh, wednesday and thursday nights tuesday nights sometimes after a city council meeting in ferndale and she would come in and it must have just been a rough meeting because she just looked a little tired and, you know, she'd sigh and say, well, you know, we've we had a challenging conversation. I really need to get my mind off of this. Put me to work. And that was a really cool thing because she would say, give me that holds list, that pick list, and um, I'm going to do my best. I'm a little rusty. She always said that to us. I'm a little rusty. I'm not going to be as fast. I might need your help finding something. She was not rusty. She did not need our help finding. She found things we didn't even know were out of order. And she went out and did the job, came back with the list finished. And she'd laugh and say, well, I don't think I messed things up too badly. And we might see her in a couple weeks. We might see her in a month, but... We saw her quite frequently, and then she would talk to staff, and it didn't matter who you were. She would just come in, do the job, check in with you, ask you how you were, 
usually ask you what you'd been up to if you were a student, how was school going? Um, if you had a family, how was it going with the kids? You know, just whatever she knew about you. She loved to be Rory. So Rory is our mascot and Rory is our library lion. And I will tell you, uh, I've had many teen volunteers wear Rory. Uh, Wendy McLeod and I, Wendy McLeod is the assistant branch manager in Linden. And Wendy McLeod and I laugh because we can't figure out who's worn Rory more, her or Joan. And Joan would wear Rory and um, be in a parade or in an event. The thing with Rory is you can't clean the head very well. And it's really hot. It's, it's like this heavy lion fake fur costume. It's like sweltering. It's so hot. It is hysterical. And Joan would actually get that thing on and wear it and be out at an event with somebody leading her around because you couldn't really see out of the eyes um, in that. And all I could think is, how can she handle that sweaty Rory head? And what does it smell like in there? <laughs> and she didn't care. She would wear it every time. So I really thought that was just hysterical. I didn't know she did that. She did. Yeah, That's she did. amazing. But Joan asked me to do a lot of different things. And it was just so I could have uh, some leadership experience and get out there and learn. And Joan was a curious person. So learning was really important. Joan decided she wanted us to be a learning organization. So she convened a learning organization committee. We decided that we wanted to have an all-staff day. Uh, Joan really was into that. And she really liked the idea that we would be doing a big learning session together. And she was the one that really encouraged that. And that's the cool thing because you get to go and learn what other people are doing that you don't know what their work is like. Um, you get to have discussions about, you know, how to care for yourself while you're working at the library. And so, yeah, it's turned into quite the thing. Every year we do it one whole day. Yeah. But that started with Joan. <sighs> That's the thing. I think Joan, she had, she was really into the big picture of what, how important libraries are to our community and actually civil life. Um, and, uh, and so she always kept that in mind and when, in everything she did, you know, she just really inspired you to be as wonderful as she was. I mean, she was amazing person, really amazing. One night, I went to the Clare. Our local community theater. Our community. The Clare Vig Thomas Theater. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's... Linden. That is our Linden Community Theater with Brittany, who is my wife. And who was the usher? Well, it was Joan. And there she is with that smile, big smile. Well, when she was done with her job, she came up and she sat with us. And she said, okay, I want to talk to you. And I thought, okay, we're, it's getting serious now. So she asked me, how's it going as manager? Are you getting a good work-life balance? And I said, well, I'm working a lot and I'm trying. And we talked a little bit about what was going on and, you know, and then she says, okay, I don't want to sit by you anymore. I want to sit by you. And she pointed to Brittany and Brittany got really nervous and she said, okay. And Joan said to her, okay, so now tell me the truth. Uh, does she have a good work-life balance? And um, I, I need to tell you something. Uh, working in a library is a lifestyle. So 
to really enjoy working at the library, I think it needs to be part of your life. How's that, you know, working in your lives? And Brittany said, well, we're all working at the library. We all volunteer. Diane really loves the job and we really love her working here and she's really happy. And Joan says, as long as you are happy with that, everything will work out well. And Joan put in a lot of hours working at the library. And I believe that. I believe it is a lifestyle. I mean, I watched her. She was such a great role model. I'm Sarah Kohler. I recently retired after 25 years of working at the Whatcom County Library System. I worked at the Ferndale branch and both in the mobile services branch. So Joan was so instrumental in so many things, it's really hard to choose one thing. But I think the thing that comes to mind for me is the way she changed and created a culture at WCLS of mindfulness and um, play and a great attitude. One of my funnest, like one of my favorite stories about Joan is that she really loved my biker persona. My husband and I have a Harley and we spent a lot of time on it. And she was very intrigued by that and thought it was a lot of fun. So one year for the Friends and Foundation meeting, she asked to borrow my biker gear. So she wore my chaps, my vest, my leather coat. I have a t-shirt that looks like you have tattoos that go down your arms and a do-rag and wore that to the all friends and foundation meeting that year and gave her speech and wore it during the whole thing. I don't remember why, to be honest, it's been quite a while ago, but she loved it. She loved creating fun. Uh, She was a fun woman. She was serious and very serious about her job, patron privacy, uh, the staff were really important to her, but she also loved to have fun. We went through a lot of events together, going through the Ferndale Library Project, through the beginnings of that project, and she was at every event, every city council meeting, every meeting with anybody that needed to happen, and if she had an excuse to wear Rory, she had Rory on when she did it. She loved wearing Rory and just creating happiness. She was, she was an amazing woman. It was, it's the culture she created is still there. And it was quite a bit different before she came. She was really an example for me of how to be a good supervisor, how to be a team member, how to make sure your staff felt supported and cared about. And just just as a great person. It's it's hard to sum it up. She was amazing. And she even became a knitter for a while to be able to knit during the city council meetings because those things are dry and pretty boring, you know? And so sometimes there would be something on the agenda that would just kind of tweak and you'd think, hmm, maybe we ought, somebody ought to be there. So she and I would be there. We never wanted the city to forget about us and know that we were listening and, and wanted to have a voice in some of the decisions that they decided to make regarding the library project. Yeah, she was quite worried about the move when we, the city chose to take our existing building at that time and turn it into the police station and put us into a temporary location, which at that time had been the Boys and Girls Club that had had a massive fire about a year before that. And when Gary Jensen took Joan and I on a tour of that building, I think it's the closest I ever saw her to tears. She was so worried because we walked in there and it was dark and tiny little windows. I mean, it was just, and this dark old wood paneling, it was not 
not attractive in any way. And she just walked in there. She goes, you can't do this to us. You just, you, you can't put us here. You cannot move my staff here. And Gary kept assuring her that's not what it would look like. So, you know, we moved forward. She, um, we worked with the architects and she just was there every step of the way to make sure that library, that temporary library was what we needed. And that it was someplace that the staff could be, be feel safe, feel supported, and that the patrons would be feel welcoming and be happy to come to. And I think we managed to do that. She worked really hard with us on the bond. Um, getting that bond passed was a lot of work and she was there for every step of the way. So, yeah, I have a lot of great memories of just spending time with her. She really wanted to know her staff and really cared about them and really it, everybody was important, no matter what their position was, right? It didn't matter if you were the custodian or a page or whatever that position was, everybody was important and the library valued every one of them. And I know she made everybody feel like they were the piece of the whole pie, right? And that we couldn't, we could not operate without all of those pieces. She wouldn't let us give her a retirement party at all. She just would not, would not do it. <laughs> so um, we tried to convince her the party was really for us, not for her, but she, she would not do it. She just didn't, she wasn't comfortable with that kind of recognition. I think, um, you know, even going through the, the, when she won the Pan Award and all of that kind of hoopla that was around that um, in true Joan fashion, the money went to start a foundation you know, and that it was still all about the library and about creating um, sustainability for the library and, and a way for us to be able to do things that it would have been, that it was hard to do at that time. Um, we had a pretty tight budget. She was very conscious of our budget and what we could and could not do with it. And so the foundation was a way to open that door to be able to do some things that we wanted to do, but couldn't do. I'm Liz Roberts and I've worked at WCLS for nearly 24 years now. I first met Joan when she applied for the second time for the directorship at Whatcom County Library System. What I remember best about that particular uh, situation, because we would take candidates around to all of the different branches and they would meet the various people at the branches and uh, then the staff, the administration would get feedback from staff about what they thought. But what I remember best is that we were discussing things about libraries and librarianship, and she was always two questions ahead of what I was thinking about. She was so very smart and intuitive about anything having to do with libraries and uh, people management, too. Just the absolute best person that I've ever worked for, uh, best manager I knew of, and really, really supportive. One thing that I really loved about how she worked with people is that she worked toward each person's strengths. Uh, she would hire people for the particular work that they could do, of course, but then she would really work to make sure that they were doing things that played to their strengths. And her kindness in doing that was so great and overwhelming at times because she believed in being a human being even while she was being uh, a manager. I know that um, Joan formed really close bonds with 
a lot of people, nearly everybody that she worked with. And uh, our bond was pretty close as well. And I kind of considered her to be my second mother. And she even stood for me at my wedding, stood as my mother. Um, And it was just so lovely to have her there and uh, all the history that we shared. Uh, I will say this. Joan, Joan was a real convener of people. She knew how to bring people together and get them to work together. For Wacom Reads, for example, she had all the, all the heads of the libraries, academic and public, in Wacom County together at one table for Wacom Reads. And they were all right there ready and willing to do whatever it was to make that particular program work. Uh, and even Village Books... Chuck and Dee Robinson were just there at the table. And this was once a month for quite a few years that they would all come together. And it was incredible to watch these uh, folks do the work of Wacom Reads uh, as the heads of their various organizations. Uh, And that was Joan getting people to work together. It was incredible to see. One of the things that I think Joan should absolutely be celebrated for was bringing modern management to the Whatcom County Library System. Uh, before Joan came, we didn't have a human relations person. We didn't have a professional, what I would consider a professional IT person. Um, there were a number of things like that. We didn't really have the kinds of plans that would lead the library system forward. Uh, and she brought all of that modernization and, um, amazing management to our system, which uh, really propelled us forward, kind of got everything in a row, uh, all the ducks in a row, and then suddenly we were able to really blossom and do all kinds of work. Uh, yeah, she's, she was so excellent. <laughs> she was so nice and human and wonderful uh, for all of those things and was so, so dedicated to libraries and what they stood for. My name is Jean Fondry, and I worked here at the library system for 16 years. So I was hired by Joan. I didn't have the librarian background at the time. I, was, I did have a degree from years ago at the, from Wisconsin, and I, um, which is where Joan was from, too. And um, so I'd work, been working at the Village Books and the Whatcom Community College. And she, I really felt like she took a chance on me. And she was the best at mentoring me that first year about um, leadership issues and she wanted somebody to come in and set up really positive example because I was hired as the training coordinator for all new staff so I always felt like I could go and talk to her about about those things that I was having a little um, trouble in my first real uh, full-time job back in libraries and she was always so supportive while I was in the interview, I found out that she had been the director of the library system in northern Wisconsin, the Northern Waters Library System up there where I was from, that encompassed the county that I grew up in. After I started working for her, I would go and stop into my hometown library when I was back there visiting my family for the summer. And they'd say, oh, how's Joan doing? We miss her so much. The new director never comes to the CS. <laughs> So I, what I realized is I think it's like four or five counties up there. And she got out to every single library in those counties at least once a year. 
And in northern Wisconsin in the winter, that's a challenge. They loved her, and they were sorry to see her go. And I said, well, we've been so happy with her. She's been the best, really the best um, for this library system here. So that was kind of fun. We had that connection. So I really appreciated working with her. I thought she was really trying to set such great tone here. And I think that it made a big difference in changing the culture here. So I, I feel so lucky that I got to work with her. She's just made such so many positive changes and she had such a positive impact on people. And as I said, changing the culture of the library, I think she had the best idea of hiring an HR manager, for instance. And I think that really made a difference here. I always tell people this is the best job I've ever had. And uh, Joan was a big part of that. And I thanked her so many times for hiring me. Because <laughs> I had been at that point, I had been out of libraries for a while. <laughs> I'm Jennifer Rick. I'm the Foundation Development Director at Whatcom County Library System. When I was hired in February of 2011 by Joan, came on at working eight hours a week, and starting the first development director for the foundation. And Joan and I worked really, really closely together about what it would be like to kind of have the foundation as, um, as an organization and the board members as a team kind of take it to the next level of fund development. She asked me for some information or a document of some kind, my thoughts on something. Anyway, I completed the task and I emailed it to her. And I got an email response that was literally just a very large, probably four inches on my computer screen, an embedded gold star. And I almost started to cry at my little terminal desk at, you know, how old was I then? You know, in my mid forties, uh, I felt like I was right back in first grade and so proud and felt so good about myself. I had not gotten a gold star since I was in elementary school and it didn't feel patronizing. It felt um, like I was, you know, the best employee ever. Joan had a way of that twinkle in her eye. You knew when you did something right and you wanted to continue to do something right for her because she acknowledged it in the smallest and sweetest ways. Uh, yeah, it was motherly. It felt like I had performed well um, for my teacher, like when your mom pats you on the back. It, was, it felt really good, and I thought, this is a place I want to stay. This has got a good feel. She led a team of people and allowed them to feel really good about themselves. And the other part about Joan is that she gave you room to fail. And I know that she would not have ever let somebody go down a path where she could, you know, forecast that it was going to be a disaster. But if it was going down a path that it was the unknown, we don't know how that's going to turn out. She gave you free reigns to go for it and learn from it. See what happens. Take good notes. Do it better next time if you stumble. Rare in, an, in a director, rare in a boss, to let you try something out and say, go for it with a big smile on her face. We tried a lot of things and some of them worked and some of them didn't. And the board, I know the foundation board felt the same thing from her. Go for it, try it, see what happens. Uh, there's nothing better than to work in that kind of creative, trusting environment. I'm sure that a lot of people have told stories about Joan's generosity, uh, generosity of spirit, but 
the generous gift that she gave when she won the $25,000 award from the Penn Newman um, Foundation for the steps that she and the Board of Trustees took to protect patron privacy. That award was for Joan Aroldi. That was not for WCLS. That was not for anything else. And she made it very clear in the story that she told personally that she never felt like that was her award. And that's what started the foundation. Um, So, you know, in 2005, I think is when the award came through. That's how the foundation started. It was a dream of hers that, you know, the system would have a fundraising arm. And she created that. That $25,000 is now valued at, well, we've raised over a million dollars. Right now, the foundation has an asset base of, oh, three, three, I think around $400,000 currently. And we've given away hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in grants. So that tiny little seed um, has blossomed because the example of generosity, I think, has just taken over Whatcom County. And people believe in libraries because Joan started it. And I think it really comes down to just generosity, a sense of play, and trust. And that's the culture she created for WCLS. Hello, I'm Amory Peck, and I was on the Whatcom County Library Board of Trustees during, um, during most of Joan's time here at WCLS. Most significant about our time uh, when Joan and I were, were working together was our partnership during the time that the FBI visited the Deming Library. Joan and I had a tradition of monthly lunches. We'd meet uh, sometime midtime between board meetings. We would reflect on the board meeting of the month before we'd review, we'd strategize, and like women who lunch do, we also chat and just have uh, good catching up on personal stuff. June 11 of 2004 was different though. Joan seemed distracted and she just didn't engage in chatter the way that we usually enjoy. Finally, she just broke into whatever we were saying and said to me, there's no easy way to say this, but we may be the first library in the nation to receive a request for records under the USA Patriot Act. That's a stunning conversation stopper. It was a tricky, a difficult, a fascinating time, um, but Joan brought it through it well. First of all, her, her values were crystal clear She made them clear to staff, and she worked with us as a board. And well, well before the time the FBI showed up in Deming, um, the board had drafted um, a statement in opposition to the Patriot Act and in in solidarity with our, our belief in absolute confidentiality of patron records. Joan also did training for staff and board members as well. Uh, if you've seen the video that was done about that event, uh, the librarian there said, well, that's what the training was, was all about. 
So we were ready for June 8, 2004. We didn't expect to be tested as we were, but we went into it well prepared. Joan, during the weeks of, of the unfolding of this whole thing, was stalwart, was focused and brave, and also carried on as usual because we had been requested by the FBI to follow the rules of non-disclosure. So there is only a handful of us who knew what was happening. It seemed like a long while, but it was only about a month before this resolved itself and the FBI um, withdrew their, their request for the records. It was the time following that really became most important. Um, Joan just shone during that time because starting the evening that she and Deborah Garrett, who had been our attorney during this process, spoke at Village Books during the time when a young um, reporter from the Western Front, Western Washington University's newspaper, wrote up our coming out story at a at a program at Village Books, and the AP wire caught that the next day. The story exploded literally all over the country, in fact, all over the world. It wasn't big what happened. It resolved itself fairly quickly, but the country was hungry for stories of little heroes, of common people heroes of a library where there's chickens wandering in the parking lot, uh, standing up to Big Brother. We'd been hearing all sorts of tales about Patriot Act and protection and so on. And uh, uh, our, our, our favorite response was from the man in the Midwest who said we were feisty little stink bugs for standing up to big government. Out of a very difficult time came good publicity for the library, good conversations that people had about uh, privacy issues in the library. Uh, came some good changes in library policy. The most exciting outcome of that whole experience uh, was when Joan was awarded the Penn Foundation Paul Newman Award specifically for her work on the Deming case. It was presented at a gala event in New York City. Everyone was there. And she was presented with a check for $25,000. We know for a fact that some of the previous recipients of the $25,000 claimed that as their own prize. And, and it would have been no, it would have been legal if Joan had done so. But she never for a moment considered that was her money. Um, the award had been won, as she would say, by the board, by herself, by the library staff, by Deborah Garrett. And so that $25,000 became the seed money for the Whatcom County Library Foundation. Foundation had been a dream for years, but startup money uh, was uh, just seemed impossible. Um, but it started with Joan depositing the award that she had won. It was um, a, a, a key time in this library and uh, I think for libraries all around the country. And uh, I'm proud that Joan led us through that time. My name is Linda Lambert and I was uh, library director at Whatcom Community College during the years that 
that Joan was director of WCLS. And uh, we had the opportunity through Washington State Library to apply for $7,000 grants to start community-wide book clubs. That was originally Nancy Pearl's idea at the Center for the Book. And um, Joan jumped in immediately, and she brought on board all the libraries in the area, including Chuck and Dee Robinson uh, of Village Books. And uh, Joan spearheaded a lot of the um, activities. And the, the project has, has gone on for, I think this is the 15th, 15th year. Because of the success of that program, the Whatcom Reads Project, the Bellingham Herald featured Joan and me in a series called Ten Who Cared. We went down to the Bellingham Herald building, and the photographer, Phil Dyer, wanted us to hold a stack of books. And Joan very politely said, but librarians are so much more than books. That makes me think about Joan because she was so much more than books. And one of the things that she did countywide was help organize the Whatcom Libraries Collaborate. She came up with that name. And that is a group that would meet uh, <clears throat> downtown every month. And it consisted of small and li large libraries. It was the Northwest Indian College Library Director, Bellingham Technical College, um, me from Whatcom Community College, Bellingham Public, Western Washington Library, and the Whatcom County Library System. And we, we discussed all kinds of, we updated each other on, on things that were going on. And it's an organization that still meets today so that anybody who has a uh, library card can borrow and return books at any of the participating libraries. Her presence was dynamic. Uh, my name's Maria Farmigay. I was Maria Leshenko when I first started working for the library in 2005. And um, Joan became our director. She was always very well-spoken, remembered all our names, which was pretty amazing because I was a page from North Fork. That's a lot of libraries and a lot of people to remember names. So that was very special uh, that she was able to do that. And Joan just had a way with words. She was very well-spoken and just um, so intelligent um, and some of the memories that I have of her are, one was France's retirement party, France's that worked at Deming. We gathered and I don't know if it was Joan that suggested there was a, a, a cup. It was her. Somebody else was gifting to Francis, and we were all going to say like our wish or our piece of uh, wisdom for her and pass it along and then she would get this cup with all these you know all our wishes and Joan was one of uh, the last ones to go and when she said her wish we just all went oh because um, I think she said like I wish you all the wisdom of the women that came before you I don't remember the exact saying that she said but it was about passing the wisdom of generations on, you know, in her new phase. And she was just so eloquent and, and we just loved, you know, the things she, she'd think of, of saying. 
Uh, my other amazing memory of her is when uh, the library did a baby shower for me. I was pregnant with my second child and I picked up just a few hours at Deming. And the uh, Deming staff and the North Fork staff all got together and the baby shower was at Jama's house. So many people. I, I'm like afraid to say names because I'm, I'm afraid to miss I mean, so many. And Joan was no longer working at the library at the time. So this was kind of like a work, you know, work thing. But she hasn't worked for the library, I want to say, for like a good long while at that time. And I mean, Georgina or Katrina, one of them, I would uh, assume invited her as well. And she came. And I was like, well, how... I mean, sweet as that. You're, you know, it's like a job party, but you're you're no longer working this. You know, I th I think it just shows it wasn't a job to to her. It was um, it was a much more than that. I'm Tammy Laplante, and I worked for the Whatcom County Library System for about 28 years, and so I was here all the years that Joan was our director. Thinking about. Joan and what she has meant to the library system and to me over the years. Um, I think in a lot of ways, she saved us. At the time that Joan was here, I was in an assistant position at that time. But I never felt seen. And that was really different when Joan came. I really felt that she saw me. And I can't tell you what a difference that made, like that she thought the work I was doing was important. And I mean, I just, I don't know, I like even put it into words how that made me feel. And she was very supportive of youth services. So um, we did actually see her a lot. She would come back to our office and, um, and talk about programs and things sometimes. Um, one of the big things that she did back then was she wanted us to get um, a mascot. We had never had anything like that. So I finally came across a lion costume that was super cute, seemed to be pretty good quality, and was in fit our budget. Ran it past Catherine, we ran it past Joan and got the A-OK, -okay. and so we got Rory. We named him Rory, and as I was talking with um, another one of my old coworkers earlier, and she was reminding me that Joan used to come out to the libraries and wear it sometimes, and I had forgotten that, actually. Yeah, she had a real fun side to her um, that she didn't necessarily show all the time, but boy, was it there. I think that she was the person for the time. And I mean, she just really changed us. I mean, with the whole thing with the privacy, um, the thing that happened at Deming and then her starting the foundation with that money. I mean, the foundation has been so amazing for the library system. We wouldn't have had any of that if it wasn't for Joan. So I'm Lois Holub. I was a clerk at Deming Library for um, well, almost 24 years. The things that stand out for me about Joan, oh uh, boy, was 
first of all, how much of a blessing she was when she just came wishing into our library system. And Joan brought such a light and um, such intelligence and compassion and humor. And um, one of the things, of course, that stands out, I know, for, for the general public, too, is how she dealt with the FBI, um, that whole scene. But one of the prescient things, I think, is that shortly before that happened at Deming Library, we had had an all-staff meeting day back when we were small enough to have all staff together uh, at the, of the whole system. And we had training um, in what to do if, if uh, the Patriot Act was enacted against one of our branches or one of our patrons or one of our staff people. So when this went down at Deming, and of course it was a wild time, but, but everyone had been so prepared for what to do and how to do it. And, um, and when it all finally came to light, when the FBI dropped the case without invoking the, the Patriot Act and, um, and Joan could come around to all the branches and, and talk with us about it. It was amazing. It was amazing. She was amazing. And um, she stayed so incredibly humble <laughs> with all of the accolades that came her way. And it's like she never took personal credit. She um, she credited the library system and the library staff and um, libraries in general. And that was, uh, that's another big lesson um, in, in how she felt about the library um, as a whole entity and how we could feel about this library system um, as one, one kind of family unit working in all our different ways. Thank you to everybody who shared their memories today. You can learn more about Joan's impact on our local libraries and communities at wcls.org podcast. You'll find links to videos, photos, and more.